0: Welcome to the Everything Works Out For Us podcast. My name is Marina, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me on this journey of embracing a growth mindset that's grounded in gratitude and self-awareness. I'm an REBT mindset life coach, actor, singer, content creator, and the bigger sister that you always wanted. And I'm ready to start turning our mental and emotional roadblocks into roadmaps, maps. In each episode, I holistically utilize psychology, spirituality, and my own personal experiences to strive to empower you to step into your power and deeply connect to both your inner knowing and the world around you. Let's grow together hello everybody welcome back to the pod i'm super excited about this week's episode because we're leaning more into the spiritual side of things this week we've been focusing a lot on psychology recently so i wanted to mix things up and have this week's focus be on asking for and receiving signs from the universe so many of us have probably flippantly said the phrase, God, please give me a sign or something along the lines of wishing or hoping for a sign from the universe when you're trying to make a decision or if you're looking for answers regarding some situation in your life. Typically, this can come if you feel really hopeless or lost and you kind of just want to throw your hands up and you want to ask for some help or some guidance that's Aside from yourself or even aside from your relationships in your real life. Well, I want to discuss how we can ask the universe or God more directly so we can receive direct answers. Something more tangible. In order to ask for and receive signs, we must really relax into faith and put trust into a higher power But once we release that control, it's really beautiful seeing the guidance we start to receive and how things start unfolding for us. I'm going to start off today's episode by sharing some personal stories about signs that i've received and the meanings that i've received from them and then i'll go into discussing how you can ask for signs or start spotting spiritual messages and guidance throughout your day and one thing i'm particularly excited to discuss is angel numbers i'm really passionate about them i just think they're super interesting but before i go off on a tangent about angel numbers Let's get right into the episode. I'm going to share a personal story first about a spiritual sign I received in general. This wasn't me asking for one, but I think it really was a sign that I was in tune with the universe, I guess you could say. So this first story is about my beloved kitty who passed away during the pandemic. Her name was Baby, but we called her Bee. So my mom and I both shared an incredibly special connection with her, and we both love animals, but the love that we had for B was truly indescribable, and her passing was one of the most tragic losses that either of us have ever faced. It was so devastating. Now, because of the pandemic, I ended up moving back home. I was living in Florida at the time and then I moved back home and I got to spend the last few months with her. She was old. I think she was 16 or 17 at the time and she was just riddled with illnesses, cancers and diabetes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And she was a trooper. This cat <laughs> be lived so long because she was so loved and she knew it. And we just had this very special soul connection. So I we lost her about three years ago now, and I still think about her constantly. I dream about her. I still mourn and cry over the loss. But when we were going through this loss, um, there were a few days leading up to her passing where her health just really declined, and she was going downhill very quickly. And We all kind of felt that the end was near, but she had this one spot in my mom's office that she would sit in. And the days leading up to her passing I don't know, maybe two or three days there were these little yellow finches that kept tapping on the windows knock, 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 knock um, the whole time when she was in this room. And we didn't really think anything of it. We thought it was a little strange, but it was what it was so these little yellow birds were tapping on the window and then she passed away and it was horrible and sad and devastating as i mentioned and my mom and i were very 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 distraught over it there was a huge gaping hole in the house because her energy was gone and it was the day or two after she had passed my mom and i were standing in the kitchen Um, I don't remember if we were talking about her or what, but we were just in the kitchen together and my mom's phone lights up and it was in a news article from Apple, which is a, a really bizarre notification to get anyway. I don't know. I've never received a notification like that, but it was a news article that came up as a push notification and the headline of the article said, Trending Now, B. What? <laughs> like it' was so weird. And my mom and I both looked at each other and were like, "Oh my gosh, what? Bee Not even bees. It wasn't even plural. It was just trending now, bee. And then, as soon as we saw that notification, gave each other a look, we heard tapping coming from a window, and from a window on the opposite side of the house, the yellow birds started tapping on the window immediately after we saw this notification and so we both immediately burst into tears. We just knew that she was with us and to this day these little yellow finches hold a very special place in my heart because I feel like whenever I see them it's just a reminder of her and, and her letting me know that she is still with me. Also naturally as I'm always looking for answers I Googled goldfinches and the spiritual meaning behind them. And it turns out in ancient Egyptian culture, they are personified as the souls of dead human beings. So I don't know if that necessarily means anything to me, maybe a little bit. Obviously, she was a cat and not a human, but I think your soul is your soul, regardless of the physical form that you take. So just the fact that her soul kind of showed up in this bird form to reassure us, at least that's what I believe. Um, Just was really special. Now moving on, I want to chat about how to ask for signs and once I kind of give you this roadmap that I have learned and crafted for myself. I'll chat about some experiences specifically that I've had with asking for and receiving signs. So I began my journey with asking for signs when I started reading Gabby Bernstein's books. She's a spiritual and manifestation coach who offers a lot of sound wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. So I'm sharing what I've learned from her and how I've made it my own. So, Gabby suggests that you choose a symbol when you begin asking for signs. So, some examples of this are butterflies or a specific animal, an angel number, etc. I personally choose a different symbol each time I ask for a sign, but if there is something that holds particular meaning to you and you want to use it every time, go ahead and do that. Of course, this is your own journey. As you're deciding what symbol to use, Make sure to center yourself. You can let this come to you in a meditation or just in a state of overall calm, peace, and surrender. Close your eyes and as you're setting the intention of the answer you're looking for, being for your highest good, allow the image of your symbol to come to your mind. There are no wrong symbols. So whatever comes to your mind, Let it be. Personally, I like to come up with more unusual ones or those are the the symbols that I typically go with because to me, I feel even more in sync with the universe when something super unlikely shows up in my reality as a sign. To me, it's even further proof that I'm in alignment when my sign shows up as a blue dinosaur rather than if I'd simply asked for a feather, for example, because It's going to be a lot harder for you to align with the universe with something like a blue dinosaur, you know, that doesn't even exist in reality. So that's something that is going to show up as a stuffed animal, maybe, or a sticker or something you see in a TV show, you know, something like that. Uh, The more unusual it is, um... The more I have fun with it and the more that I've grown as I'm asking for signs, I, I started off a bit more realistic, I guess you could say. But anyway, again, your sign is your own. So whatever comes to your mind, if it feels good in your gut and in your intuition, go with that. Something that's very important to me is keeping my sign 100% to myself until I receive it. This means asking for it with my inner voice or occasionally journaling about it. I do not speak it out loud, whether that's literally just me talking out loud or me telling somebody, and I do not type it in my phone. I think this is really important because technology is listening way too closely. It's a little spooky. I think we all can relate to this. And for your sign to be 100% authentic, I don't want anything intercepting the universe's guidance. We all know that when we talk about something and then we get an Instagram ad for it or a video about it shows up on our TikTok, it's like, come on, really? So that is Mark Zuckerberg's guidance and not the universe's. (laughs) So keep your signs to yourself and your own heart and your own mind and let the universe do its work do not let technology intercept another important thing to note is when you are asking for your sign make sure to state a timeline my personal timeline is usually 24 to 48 hours this just adds a sense of urgency and i mean you don't want to be waiting for your sign forever of course your timeline is your own i have even asked for signs um for far shorter than that I've said you know by the end of this walk please show me this sign but whatever feels good to you make sure to make that your timeline asking for a sign is like a prayer in a way when I ask for a sign it typically goes something like this like Universe, if this opportunity serves me and my highest good, and it will show me growth or healing or love, etc., please show me a rainbow within the next 24 to 48 hours. So, of course, this is not a hard and fast script, but it usually goes something along the lines of that. Make sure to set your intention and make sure that it is very clear what you are asking for and when you are asking for it. and. Finally, when you see your sign, give gratitude for it. Be like, hey, universe, thanks. Oh my gosh, really let yourself feel that excitement and that gratitude for your sign showing up. And, of course, have fun searching for it. Uh, The one thing you're not going to want to do is attach yourself to finding the sign. Because when you search too hard for anything, when you give anything that desperate energy, you're going to push it away and That's the whole reason that you're asking for the sign, right? Is because you're in the unknown. So just trust that the universe will let you know, be calm. And if the sign doesn't show up, that is your sign in itself. You didn't do anything wrong. That still is very much a message and sign from the universe that maybe your answer is no. You can also do a yes or no sign question, if that makes sense. So if the idea of not receiving anything makes you uncomfortable and you're looking for a yes or no question, or should I do this or that, um, you can come up with two signs. So so if universe, if I should do this, please show me a blue butterfly. And if I shouldn't do this, please show me a, you know, yellow candle. (laughs) I don't know. Again, this is me just coming off the top of my head, but make sure that you are centered and in alignment when you're asking for these signs and those images should just come to you. Okay, so now I want to chat about some of the signs that I have asked for that I have received and... To me, I don't it still is crazy. Every time I ask for a sign and I get it, it doesn't get less cool, which is why I love talking about it and why I really encourage you to start asking for signs yourself. But here we go. So, I'll start off with a story about this podcast. When I was contemplating starting this podcast, I had you know, naturally some fears and hesitations surrounding it. I didn't know if it was the right thing to do. I didn't know if I was just scared because it's vulnerable. And I only brought it up to maybe one or two people. And the people that I did bring it up to showed me nothing but unconditional love and support. So with that little extra push, I asked the universe if it is in my highest intention to start this podcast, if this podcast will allow me to dive into my own vulnerability and help other people and help my own healing and help other people's healing, please show me purple flowers within the next 24 to 48 hours. That was the first thing that popped into my head. I remember specifically doing this in the bathroom in the morning before I left for work and then as soon as I asked for it, honestly, I forgot about it. And I got on the bus for work and I was sitting on the bus and the thought popped into my mind, oh yeah, remember I asked for that sign. I guess I should look for it. And as soon as that thought popped into my mind, we drove past rows and rows and rows of purple flowers. And I was like, okay girl, like universe, I see you. I guess I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> so here we are. This podcast is because I asked for a sign and I received it almost immediately. It was like within an hour of asking for it, which of course doesn't always happen, but it did. So I don't know if that means it was super aligned, but yeah, that's the that's story of the podcast, y'all. Another story that kind of aligns with this podcast is about a year, a year and a half ago. I was feeling a little bit lost and directionless with my life. I just felt like I wanted to serve a higher purpose and I wanted to help people and I I just wasn't feeling very fulfilled and I wanted to make a change and I didn't know how. And so I had this gut intuition that I should start coaching, whether that be coaching nutrition or fitness or something within this psychology, mental health, spiritual realm that I didn't really know but I just felt a calling to do something along those lines and so again I asked for a sign and I said universe if I should start pursuing being a coach if that's in my highest good please show me a rhinoceros I have no idea why that came to my mind I again like when you ask for these signs whatever that first thing that pops into your head is go with it so I was like a rhinoceros, really, really intuition. That's what we're going to look for. I'm never going to find that. But alas, I set the timeline for 24 to 48 hours. And later that night, I was at home with my parents and we were playing Jackbox games on the TV, which if you don't know what it is, it's just like a, a interactive game that you can kind of play with Answers that you type in and then people vote for them and whatever so the specific game that we were playing was called Fibbage and the point of the game is that they give you a fact and then a bunch of answers and you have to pick out which of the answers is a lie and one of the answers to this question was or no sorry you have to pick out which of the answers is the truth among all of the lies And so one of the answers to whatever this question was, was rhinoceros, like not even rhino, it was rhinoceros. So I was like, okay, well, (laughs) I guess I'm going to choose that one. And I did. And of course, that was the one that was the truth, too. That was the winning answer. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, well, I guess I really should be pursuing this. And unfortunately... Even though I received this sign from the universe, I let reality get in my head and bog me down, and I really started listening to other people's opinions, and I got overwhelmed by the cost of certifications, and I talked my way out of it. I quote-unquote realityed my way out of it, and so... I'm disappointed that I did that, but I think that I have come full circle in a way and I'm aligning with that intention that I had back then a year and a half ago by doing this and becoming an REBT mindset life coach. I I veered off the track and I'm finding my way back onto that track and I would like to say that I received the same sign twice, just in two different forms. So I think it really is important to listen to these signs and to follow that gut intuition. You know what is best for you. You know what you're aligned with, and you know we're just human. We can get thrown off the path and stuck in cycles and reality, and and become disaligned. And um, but then we can find our way back. An example of the this or that sign-asking phenomenon that I was referring to earlier, I also have an example of doing. So, as you may or may not know or remember, I am an actor. So, when I was up for a role that I really wanted, to be quite honest with you, I wanted it very, very badly. Um I was waiting to hear back from the offer, and I had a really good callback. Yet still at the same time, I was impatient and I didn't want to wait anymore to hear if I had gotten it or not. So I was on a walk and I asked the universe, I said, I I don't remember the exact angel numbers, so I'm just going to make them up, but... I said, Universe, please show me 555 if I book the roll, or please show me 444 if I book the understudy roll, or please show me 333 if I didn't book at all, and please show me a sign before the end of my walk. And all I'm going to say is the number that I saw was, I saw it immediately as soon as I asked for it, like within five minutes, and that was the outcome of the situation. And again, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but the signs that I have received or haven't received, note haven't, if you don't receive the sign, again, this is the sign in itself, but the signs I've received have always aligned with my deep inner knowing and intuition. So make sure that you're assessing the why of asking for the sign. When you're asking for the signs, they should always be for your highest good and the highest good of others removed from that desperate needy energy as I am practicing the art of letting go in my life, I'm realizing that you cannot ask for a sign to control the outcome of something you know no matter how much you ask for a sign, that doesn't mean it's going to come true in fact it probably won't because you know deep down that the sign you're asking for that confirmation that you're desperately seeking it's not aligned with you anyway so have peace and trust in knowing that you are on a divinely guided path and that things are working out for you as they're supposed to because hey yo everything works out for us Something I want to touch on, since this also is a psychology podcast as well, is that I do not personally believe that seeing signs is the reticular activating system at work. As a reminder, the RAS is a bundle of nerves in your brainstem. That's job is to look for information that validates your beliefs. It looks for evidence to prove that your existing beliefs are true. So hypothetically, if seeing signs were the RAS at work, then You would be seeing a sign every single time that you asked for one, right? Your brain is searching for the sign to prove that your desired outcome is true. However, I have desperately searched for signs before and not received them. So asking for signs is bigger than psychology. Again, in my opinion, it's spirituality at play. It's a deeper level of trust beyond what can be explained scientifically. Okay, now moving on to the second half of the episode, which is angel numbers. So angel numbers are repeating sequences like 1111, 333, or 1212, and they all have individual meanings and energies. You can see them on the clock, on license plates, on advertisements, billboards, phone numbers, addresses, receipts, anywhere the more unlikely the combination, a.k.a. the more repeating numbers in the sequence, the more power and meaning the number is said to hold. So I don't know too much about numerology. It's something that I'm really interested in and learning more about. So I don't want to speak too intensely about it because, you know, I'm not that informed. But while all the angel numbers technically hold individual meanings, I have used angel numbers just in general as personal spiritual guidance that brings me confirmation and empowerment. I use angel numbers like a green light of sorts. They make me feel aligned with source like I'm on the right path or I use them as confirmation to my decisions that I've already made or am debating making. So I like I said In the previous example, I did use my angel number as a symbol, as my sign, but I just love seeing them on a day-to-day basis and I love learning more and more about their meanings because I really feel like they help guide me, like it's source connecting me to my path and uh, giving me answers and guidance that I didn't know I needed or as confirmation when I feel like I did need it. It's it's really interesting to get into the meanings behind each angel number. So, I'm just going to very very briefly cover 111 through 999 and um again, this is just so brief, so vague. I encourage you to do some of your own research and find which numbers resonate most with you and also just keep an eye out. See which numbers, see which angel numbers you tend to see on a regular basis and see where that can guide you all right 111 represents new beginnings it's easier to manifest if you are seeing this number very frequently it's a number that represents initiating personal change and trusting in your intuition 222 represents balance confirmation that you're on the right path and it can also represent union and harmony And it's also the number for Twin Flames, which is an interesting concept I would love to go more in depth about, but that's for another episode. 333 represents personal growth and expansion, optimism, creativity, dreaming big, and growing new connections. 444 represents reassurance, hope, transformation, and that your angels have been preparing you for a shift. 555 is the number for adventure, liberation, freedom, change, and liveliness. 666 is an omen that you should be focusing more on yourself, on self-love, or to shift your focus in general to focus on what really matters. Don't get bogged down by the stressors of life. 777 represents fullness or completeness especially inner reflection and luck. 888 is associated with karma and represents great sex. <laughs> Girl, great sex, Freudian slip, question mark. Uh, well, I'm not seeing 888. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm- 888 is associated with karma, great success ahead, and abundance. <sighs> I'm single. <laughs> 999 represents completion and endings to make room for new opportunities. So I'm about to get a little bit personal, a little bit vulnerable, but 222 played a meaningful role in my most significant past relationship. 222 was our anniversary and we saw the number genuinely everywhere, both while we were together and while we were apart. And it just showed up consistently in our lives through the whole relationship. And it was a great source of comfort for me that, and I think Him that we were both on the right path and aligned with source at the time being, assuring us that everything happens for a reason and for our highest good. And then when the relationship ended, what was really interesting was I almost immediately started seeing 333 and 444 while the 222s heavily slowed down. And again, this was just very mind-blowing to me because it wasn't something I was intentionally looking for whatsoever. I rarely ever seek out angel numbers with the exception of asking for a sign, but even when I ask for signs, I tend to not use angel numbers. I tend to use more um, animals for whatever reason or other symbols like flowers. So the fact that the other numbers representing personal growth and expansion and Reassurance and hope and um growing new connections, those were the numbers that all of a sudden were screaming at me. It gave me and still gives me a a very great source of comfort and peace. And I think that's really what angel numbers are all about. Is they give me comfort that I am divinely guided, I am on the right path. And of course each individual number has its own meaning. So whatever resonates with you resonates with you. And what resonates with me gives me great peace. So yeah. So now that we have chatted about signs, I want to put you up for the challenge, obviously. Simply try asking for a sign and see what happens and reflect upon it. Even if you're a non-believer. Especially if you're a non believer. (laughs) It can't hurt you, right? See what happens. I know that some of you probably still want to chalk up signs as a coincidence, and that's totally fine. I get it. But for me, for what it's worth, having this faith that I'm being divinely guided and protected, I know I sound like a broken record, but it gives me a sense of comfort that nothing in my physical reality can. So, I choose to lean into it. It's the little things in life that bring me joy, like cinnamon rolls or hot girl walks on the lake or seeing my angel numbers throughout the town. It's really just that simple. So asking for a sign is just another way to step into your power and become closer to source and closer to your own intuition. So have fun with it. (laughs) I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do ask for a sign and it comes true, I want to hear your stories. So please share them with me. You can follow me on TikTok at everythingworks out for us pod, or you can send me an email at out for us at gmail.com. Again, please go ahead and rate this podcast five stars wherever you're listening. It really helps me out. Keep interacting. I want to keep building this community and I so appreciate your listening and your support. All right. I wish you all love and I will see you next Wednesday.